Pick out your movie, lounge on your couch, watching the stars while you slouch. Now you can listen to what they'll say. It's Easton and friends bringing the couch critics your way. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Couch Critics. I am your host, Easton Moore, and today we have a not as special podcast this week because it's episode 70, which is not as fun. <sighs> and also, it's we're reviewing In the Heights, which is also not as fun. Disagree, but that's fine. <laughs> um, who you heard there was our practical co-host, Trevor. That's me. <laughs> and with us... Uh, as usual, is my wife and the all-time guest, Tristan. Hello. Uh, we had a few different people that were maybe going to be guests, but just couldn't quite fit it in uh, with busy schedules. Um, so it's just the original gang here, um, and we are going to be reviewing In the Heights. And the reason why I uh, said I wasn't excited for this movie, because it's a musical and the trailer didn't really do much for me, but that doesn't mean that... Uh, um, uh, other people were less excited. The trailer did I was. literally nothing but pump me up. <laughs> yeah, I was so excited for all of it. Yeah, well, I mean, let's go ahead and just get into general thoughts. I mean, no guests, no guest questions. So, general um, thoughts right now. Yeah. Oh, that, that's usually what we do. It's so fast. Usually, we like talk about the synopsis and stuff. But... Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, that's that's fair. Um, this movie is basically I mean, it's based off of the play. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, well, the musical play. Um, and it's basically about a couple different, uh, I guess, immigrant families. Not necessarily first gen, but um, maybe second gen, third gen. Uh, it kind of mixes around there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a few characters that um, have moved from out of country uh, in the Central America region into New York uh, in a specific street called Washington Avenue. Washington, as the area is Washington Heights. Yeah, so it's but, like that whole. Community. Oh, I thought the street was called Washington Avenue. No, I okay. Think, oh, it, it might be Washington Avenue, but the yeah. whole area is Washington Heights. Okay, um, and so they all move in this area, and they have developed a tight knit community because they are all uh, either, like I said, in between first gen to third gen mm-hmm. uh, immigrants, and uh, just they have a sense of community and the fact that they have all uh, been through hardships because of. Uh, how hard it is to uh, immigrate and be a um, yeah and all that and it's basically a movie about um, a lot of their dreams and how to fulfill them and and very musical on the way (laughs) and it's just uh, the hardships of of life and having dreams and having how hard it is to obtain those dreams and how life gets in the way of it and all that so uh, that's kind of what the movie's about, uh, and it definitely is a musical. This is not like a movie that has some songs in it. Like it's not Les Mis or In the Woods musical where like they are singing twenty four seven. But I'd yeah. say this is like seventy percent singing. I have some thoughts on that too. Yeah. That's I don't. Yeah, we can kind of get into it though. Yeah. So I mean, this definitely is a musical movie. So if you mm-hmm. do not like musicals, unfortunately, this may not be one for you. But um that's a synopsis we're going to go into spoiler free so if you haven't seen it that's totally fine you'll get to hear our journal thoughts on it and then if you have seen it you can still listen to us talk about it without spoilers uh and then we will hit spoilers uh after a little break so uh let's go ahead and just kick it into uh general thoughts on the movie 
Yeah. I So I talked about this before, um, probably maybe too much. I did play this uh, with Music Theater Wichita here in town. So I feel like I know this musical anyway really well. <laughs> um, which I think kind of played to the detriment of it. However, I like I separating these. I'm going to be talking. I want to talk about this as just the movie, okay. but just to kind of get some stuff out of the way. Well, you can definitely like you can definitely say I got, how you think it compares to the musical. Yeah, but... I well obviously obviously I think the source material is better. Better, okay. Um, and I, there, what I was going to mention earlier was there's like it's like a 24 song musical, I think. And they only used like 10 or 11 in the movie. There's a lot more that they get into in the musical. Well, there is already a crap ton of singing. Yeah. And I think that there's some other stuff maybe that plays along to that that I'm not totally a fan of. But we can get into it a little bit more in spoilers. However, I really enjoyed this. And I don't know if it was because... I'm sure nostalgia played a part of it. um, But I really, really enjoyed this a lot. Sure. Yeah. I liked it, too, a lot. But I've never seen the musical. You didn't see it when Trevor was performing it? Mm Mm-mm. Way to make me feel worse about it. No, I was just curious. (laughs) Yeah. I just assumed you had because... If you want uh, to see it, though... Andrea said something about seeing it, too, so I figured you guys had gone together, but... I think her and dad went together. Well, I mean, (laughs) got busy lives. I mean, we can't (laughs) make every single... Yeah. performance ever yeah. i mean um if you do want to see the musical though it is on youtube like you there's a couple mm. full length pretty good pretty good uh recordings of just like local theaters and stuff that have done it is this um, still a broadway show like is it i don't know if it's on broadway at the moment well no i don't think it is because his his new because lynn manuel miranda who does a great job in this he has a cameo um he's the paragua guy paragua the the piragua piragua <laughs> the, the 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 shaved ice. Oh, the, the guy that I said guy. I hated. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> the what? The guy I said I hated. Oh, anyway, he well, he does a great job in it. I think he seemed. I guess it, it makes sense. I was like, he seemed like a very forced, weird character. And he's, I guess that makes sense. Well, he's he's supposed to be like comical relief. In yeah. The, in the in the musical, because it's a very heavy. There's a lot of yeah. stuff to deal with. I guess the comedy just didn't quite. Did you Land. guys see the end credit scene with him? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was great. <laughs> it was fine. Yeah. But he he also wrote uh that new um Hamilton. He wrote Hamilton. And so that I think that's what's currently on Broadway. I don't know if In the Heights well, is I haven't anymore. Seen Hamilton either, so. Me I, either. I think In the Heights is underrated. I think it's his better work. I think In the Heights is better than Hamilton. Anyway, we think we're 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 sidetracking. I'm sorry about that. But yeah, I thought he uh he did a good job and he does has a good cameo in this and there was a nice little moment where he and the the main actor of this one, I I don't know his name, um, they kind of have He's a on moment. A Star is born. Yeah, they kind of have a little moment where they kind of sing to each other. Ramos. Yeah, where they kind of sing to each other because yeah. that's what that's the role that Lin Manuel Miranda had was his role when it was on Broadway. Oh, so I thought that was a cool little moment that they got yeah. to share. You guys have you I feel like, like I've just were, been rambling. Oh, you breathed like you were going to say something. Well, you you did say well, you, you said you liked it, right? Yeah. Okay, I couldn't remember if you had said something yet. Um, yeah, no, I said I liked it, just that I hadn't I haven't seen the musical. Gotcha. I think this was better than I thought it was gonna. Okay, Tristan had something. 
Sorry, I wasn't going to interrupt you. Oh, you just like <laughs> real, real wide mouthed like you're about to <laughs> yeah. talk right when I started. But anyways, yeah, I thought it was better than I thought I was going to like it, but it's still not like a fantastic movie. Sure. Like it's, I don't know, it's being regarded pretty high, but um, the music is really good. And I think that's probably the strong part. It is. The story kind of... I have some issues with some of the story part. Not all of the characters are as strong as they should be. Um, the acting is fine between them. It's more of just, I don't know, what we see on screen or just like the scenes that they decide to put together. I, I think, think and I, I want to... Oh, go ahead. Are just pretty Sorry. weak, um, which hurts the movie. And like we'll get into specific scenes and spoilers, mm-hmm. but uh, there are just a lot of times where I'm like, this just doesn't feel right. Yeah. And almost boring at times. There are a couple really boring scenes that didn't feel like they were doing a lot and didn't right. make me like feel any way about any characters. They were just there. I think the hardest thing to do with a musical that I think kind of is the detriment to this movie is Oh, sorry, Tristan, you had something to say. Do you still have it? Go ahead. You, I don't oh. remember what it was. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Um is uh in these kind of movies cuz this is a movie, regardless of the musical. This yeah. is a movie. And in a musical, all because these are basically ripped straight from the show. I, I, there were very few, if any, oh, similarities. Oh, this is an original, huh? There's not an original song in here. Well, it's original to the to the Broadway show, but they didn't add any any new music. So they have the Broadway show. Yeah, all of the songs that are in that are in the movie. Yeah. Sometimes so, movies make their own. That's what I was asking. Songs. Yeah, there aren't any. There's no new material. That's why I said. That's yeah. why I said. There's Sorry, no I thought orig- I answered that. We kept going. <laughs> well, I said, is there any original, like, original music? And you said for the Broadway show. Yeah, I was like, I, I would assume the Broadway show would be all original. Score. Yeah, no, they did. The movie didn't add anything. Okay. Um. So because of that, like, the music is written so well and it's so high energy, everybody has to be cranked up to eleven for it to work. And then when we get those in-between scenes with the actors, I feel like almost every scene that did not have a musical moment was just, just because they go to their, the movie acting. They go from Broadway, crank it to 11, animated characters, to, oh, well, now we're in a movie and we could talk normally and we don't have to be super animated. And I felt a little bit of a, dis- of a disconnectedness there when those scenes would happen. I remember what I was going to say. Um, and I would at the beginning, it's like all music. I mean, like he says some words, and then it's like straight song for yeah. like a long time. It's a very long song, mm-hmm. and um, I thought that this was gonna be a movie that they sing the whole time, which I don't really like those movies. I love musicals, but I don't really like those movies. You mean like Phantom, Phantom of the Opera is one where they sing almost the entire well, time. Well, yeah, I've never the only one that I've seen like that is Into the Woods. Oh yeah, that's one too. And I it was just like way too much for me <laughs> when they do that. But then they started talking normal. I'm like, oh thank goodness. <laughs> but I one thing I really did like about this was that at the beginning he says, um it was a musical street or something like that. Yes. And then like from then forward almost the whole time um other people in the street just like doing their own thing are singing along with the songs Mm -hmm. and i really liked that yeah a lot because like in hairspray 
she's singing and it's like everyone else is doing normal stuff. She's just like singing her song yeah. in the middle of the street. But this was like everyone's, everyone's into it involved. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I liked that a lot. Yeah. Uh, Easton, earlier you said that you felt some of the songs were just disjointed and things like that, or they felt kind of disconnected. Do you remember saying something like that? No, I just said some of the scenes. I th- okay. Uh, but there are definitely songs that so, are that go with that. Yeah. Some of these songs are out of order. Oh. And I think that's a I think that plays to the detriment of it because yeah. because with this this is very much like I sing what is happening or I sing I sing yeah. what I'm feeling right this moment. And because they switch some of these things around, like it works, but there's a couple times we I I I'll, I want to mention specifically in spoilers, but there's a couple times where they do that and it's kind of like, okay, well, this thing you're singing about hasn't happened yet or you haven't talked about this before. So this is the first time we're hearing about it. But then we hear the song that should have been before later. And then it's like, oh, that's what you were talking about earlier when you mentioned that. But now it's like it's backward and it doesn't totally make sense. Yeah. Hmm. I don't think most people would catch that. But the fact that I you've didn't catch it. done the like, yeah, you've that's done probably the play, and that's what I was thinking. <laughs> um, like. I don't even. I didn't even understand some of the words that they were singing. Not. Mm-hmm. I, I know they did, had a lot of Spanish and stuff. Yeah. But like they were like English that I didn't understand sometimes because they were just like flying. It's really words. fast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so if you don't know the lyrics to the song, you like I didn't notice one time where they like said something that didn't make sense in the song. Right. Most of it was just like the pace didn't make sense or mm. like why is the character doing this kind of thing. That yeah. was most of it mm-hmm. that i thought was weird for sure the movie was also long it was very long or at least it, it felt was long. good yeah but yeah it ju- it's just very long to sit through yeah musicals usually aren't well movie musicals usually aren't i was gonna say this is three hours on the broadway show yeah, yeah yeah um but you also usually have an intermission yeah and like you have mm-hmm. a break and you have yeah uh and there's also very hard like scene breaks and stuff yeah. Um, but a movie you don't have that. It's just a, and right, yeah. I I except for Les Mis and probably Phantom of the Opera, but that's just a straight filming of a Hollywood set, isn't it? Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. What do you mean? Like they just film the Broadway show, don't they? No, no, oh. it's a movie. Oh, okay. Never mm-hmm. mind then. But I don't know. No, it's that's a... Shrek the Musical. You see, I, <laughs> I'm aware of that. Or Hamilton. They did that with Hamilton. Just filmed. Yeah. The... Really? I thought yeah. that was a pretty common thing to do. Uh, not like it's getting more common. I yeah, think. I didn't mean like really, really common. Actually, but like I, I think Shrek the Musical is what started it. I don't. That's right. You hear that, everybody? Shrek the <laughs> don't Musical go watch number it. one. It's awful. It's the best. <laughs> you gonna watch Shrek? Just watch Shrek. Oh. Um, I did one thing. I really enjoyed. I really liked. So it, it, it's kind of this is kind of a double sided coin. I really enjoyed that when there was choreography that was like choreography you could do like it was all live action and it was very much uh like uh i'm trying to think of the word to use um practical like it was practical choreography as opposed to some of the external stuff they did or the extra choreo i guess like there's a scene where he's like pulling fake money out of his pockets and it's like drawn on Mm -hmm. like a mary poppins kind Mm -hmm. of thing and then later you see it in the trailer they're dancing on the side of the building that kind of, mm-hmm. that's cool, but you didn't do that the whole time. So when it was choreography, like the yeah. the pool scene is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I really like, and then the the 
Carnival del Barrio song is great when they're in like the alleyway and dancing. All of that's really good, but yeah, the, two, the it's only those two I think where they're and the the when uh there's one where someone has it in like a dream. Mm. I don't know how I felt about that. It was fine, but I don't know how I felt about it. But the but the choreography period is great. But mm-hmm. for the movie's sake, I wish they would have stuck with one way or the other. Either we're going to make this whimsical and kind of break the rules of reality that we've set up, like Mary Poppins. Yeah. Or we're going to keep it strictly practical and strictly in-person choreographed. Yeah. Like... Like it's a Broadway show yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, because I did notice when they're walking to the pool or whatever, singing that song, and then all of a sudden there's like drawing in the air and you're like, whoa. Okay. Uh, hello. <laughs> yeah, that's real, I guess. And then, <laughs> but yeah, but then I didn't notice it again. Apparently there were other times that they did it, but I didn't catch it, I guess. I think it's just that the drawing stuff. I think it's just that one scene. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. And then later is the is the dancing oh, on the side of the building. Oh, yes. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. That threw me way off. It was cool. And I think it, it was, was cool. it was really cool to watch, but it was kind of like, okay, is this is this yeah. not happening or is it really Yeah, you know, because the, yeah, the little kid looks out the window and then his jaw drops because people are dancing, are dancing on, on the window. window, which makes which shows us the audience like, okay, this is actually happening. Yeah. But it shouldn't be cuz it's you know, so those those uh, yeah, couple times it's normal really, world. Yeah. yeah, yes, I agree. We can that. get into the unrealisticness of this movie when we get to spoilers. Because there's a lot. You think so? Oh yeah. I'm excited for this. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm not. I got my six shooter ready to go on my set. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I definitely I got taken out of the movie multiple times because I was like, ha- like. Not the musical set stuff, because yeah. like, I understand like in a musical, you're going to have everyone dancing because that's part of the, the music of it, which yeah. I think is fine and fun for a lot of a lot of the time. Yeah. But then there's just like setting stuff and like, I don't know, just like what people are doing that mm-hmm. just doesn't feel realistic at all. Okay. That I don't like. Interesting. I can't remember why I said that, but we were talking, we were talking about the, the unrealistic of a couple of the choreogra- choreographed scenes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought... Oh yeah, the guy dancing on the on the building. Yeah, yeah and that's then that's what it was. When yeah. they're drawing, like they're like pulling fake money out of their pockets and stuff, and they're draw- those are drawings on the screen. Yeah. By the way, fun fact: there's a there's a line in here where in that the scene we're talking about where they're doing the drawing stuff when they're walking to the pool, where they sing and they say Tiger Woods, I own the links and he's my caddy. In the Broadway version, it's Donald Trump, I own the links and he's my caddy. So they changed that. And there's another, uh, there's a couple other things that are a little more like, I don't know about politically stanced because he wasn't, I mean, this was, this was made way before he was president. Um, But uh, there's a a couple other things in there that they changed. And I was like, I feel like you're pandering a little bit, Mm. but okay. (laughs) Yeah. I really liked each of the characters and I liked learning a little bit about their story throughout the whole movie. I know you have your own opinions, Easton, but that's mine. No, I do. Th- I do like most of our main characters. That that was the one thing I enjoyed was our four main characters. I thought like they each had a really good deep story behind them. Um, some got dove into more than others, of course, but I do think that they were all they were all characters that you could relate to in some way, and you felt for in that way. Like none of them felt unrealistic in their uh, like. And their situation or their admirations or their 
character or their feelings or anything. So like I did like the main four characters. There were just things that maybe they did that I didn't like or mm. like the direction that they went with something that I didn't like. But the characters themselves, for the most part, I, I really did enjoy. Okay, so you know me and you know I notice mouths. Sonny's mouth movements were very distracting for He's me. He's a very animated character. Like, even when he runs and, like, yeah. the way he talks, it's very, like, I'm a character in this show kind of yeah. thing. And he had a speech Who? impediment. He's the, he's the, the main teenager. character's cousin. Oh, okay. The, the, yeah, the younger kid. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I, I noticed it, too. His mouth moved sideways. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, interesting. I yeah. liked the dynamic um, between him and Nina and... Um, Usnavi. Yeah. Especially in the early, especially in the first part of this movie. Yeah. Um I uh, Yeah. Easton <laughs> was laughing. I was afraid Easton <laughs> was gonna hate this movie. So the whole time we were watching it, I was like I, I was paying I attention to his reactions. Definitely went in the movie thinking I was gonna hate it. And right after the first song, I was like, damn it. <laughs> I kinda liked that. Oh yeah. and so like it it's got infectious. Me, it's good yeah, stuff. And it and it got me out of like and so after that, I was just like, okay, like, this wasn't bad so far. So, like, I'm just going to... Yeah. Wa- like, if it started off poor, I would have... Like, I, I give every movie a chance. It wasn't just like, this is a bad movie. Yeah. I was just like, I'm not really excited to see this. Yeah. Um, Because I I didn't know where they were going to go with the actual plot of it. And I, the, the reason why I wasn't really excited for this movie is because by the... Just by the trailer, it looks like a movie that is specifically made just to make you, like, cry. Like a tearjerker movie. Like, oh, there's somebody who's in a hard situation and bad stuff keeps happening to them and you're going to watch it, but then they're going to prevail through it all. And, like, that just doesn't sound interesting. It just feels like, especially as a musical, because, like, you can't have, like, real grounded, like, deep sadness. or Like, you can't have, like, real rough or something i I guess i can't find the right words for it but like the road i don't know if you know what that movie is but you watch the trailer like damn this is gonna be sad Mm -hmm. but like i think it's a good movie because it like shows realistic sadness and stuff or whatever but But you're saying a musical can't pull that off because life isn't a musical kind of yeah but it doesn't mean they can't like it is possible but it just makes it yeah you get out of it more you get out of the well it's kind of that true i i i see both sides of that i agree that yes this is a musical and like it it, like life is hard and you can't always make your way out of singing however on the other side this is a musical yeah and the purpose of it is like to show life through song yeah and but and then it kind of falls on that like the hairspray trope of like how do we solve racism? Everybody sings about it at the end. That kind I of thing. love it. But, uh, but I mean, to to be fair, like I'm saying, I, that I was... think that's why people are drawn to musicals is because we, if you know, music is something everybody can relate to. Well, and if okay, <laughs> but uh, it's you're something everybody have been going into that sentence as a music major. But well, I, most people. <laughs> I mean, if you go talk to some random person on the street and you say, "What's your favorite artist?" or "What do you like, like to listen to?" they'll have an answer. And Except so, TJ. Yeah, uh, it's more TJs out there than you know. And uh, <laughs> and about so it, it's, it's feel good for us. Yeah, it's feel good for people. Yeah. You know, no, I totally like I. 
have said multiple times I'm very 50-50 on musicals. I love some of them. I hate others. For some reason, so. I just get the vibe like you hate them all the yeah, time. Yeah, no. <laughs> Team Beach Movie is fantastic. I can't <laughs> sing praises about it enough. But Team, do what? Team Beach Movie. Team it's Beach Movie? It's a Disney Channel yeah, original Team Beach Movie musical. 1 and 2. Just I sing perfect. a Teen Beach movie song at Butler. <laughs> I'm not lying though. I actually do find that movie very entertaining. That's so funny. <laughs> not saying it's a, like a pinnacle of musicals <laughs> and is a good movie, but I find it entertaining because it's so stupid. It's fun. I'm so lost right now. Like, like I'm still stuck on the Teen Beach movie thing. Like, okay, well you can watch it sometime. I feel like I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, it's so stupid. It's funny. I got you. I got you. Um, but like realistic, like real. Yeah, yeah. Like I do like Chicago. I like La La Land. Um, I like uh, White I Christmas. Of, I do like White Christmas. Yeah. Yes. Um, so like I can't think of whole, like a bunch of musicals. You like Singing in the Rain too, don't I you? I do like Singing in the Rain. Yeah, I haven't seen it since one. high school, but I did like Singing in the Rain. Um, but and I can't think of musicals that I hate, but I definitely do know that I've seen some. <laughs> yeah. Shrek the Musical. Shrek the Musical was well, one that I did not really enjoy. Blah, blah. And so by this, I mean being out here in mid- the Midwest, like there are so many musicals going on all the time in New York City. Like there's new ones. Uh, there's like fifty new ones every month, and there's a musical about anything you can think of ever. And but by the but the only ones that we ever really get to hear about are the ones that make it. Um, yeah, but. So I'm sure there's a lot of bad ones out there. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Um, but, but yeah, the whole point was to say that like I I don't hate every right, right. musical. Right. I don't know what the original question was there, but who knows? Oh, oh. Hello. Who knows? <laughs> well, do you guys have any other general thoughts? Um I had something else in the middle of the movie, um, but it kind of wrapped it up at the end and so I would be spoiling something mm, if I talked about it. I think I know what you're talking about. Um, I think this is a feel good feel good movie in the end. So, uh, even though I said this is going to be a sob story, I I didn't cry once during the movie, but I apparently cried. people I did. Cried. Uh, Dad cried. Yeah, like no I do think this that. is an emotional movie. <laughs> you didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> this definitely is an emotional movie, but I think just me not being able to connect because it's like I like those other musicals but I don't necessarily cry during them but I think they're good so I may, maybe I just can't emotionally get there with musicals or something but to be fair I can't listen to Blackout and I can't listen to the finale and this morning I listened to the last three tunes of the show not the not the soundtrack yeah. of this movie the, on the way to, to church the three uh-huh. last tunes and I definitely bawled again so I think it's just <laughs> I think just uh, this music just you at the end me, of this be some kind of way yeah Last song for this movie is the same for us and the last song of A Star is Born. <laughs> like, if Oof. we hear it, it's just like, oh, yeah. It just hits. Yeah, yeah. Um, for sure. Stab to the heart. Oh, I thought you were starting to start sing it. singing, like, are you? It's like, maybe this is left turn. <laughs> bad, <laughs> bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, let's go ahead and give a recommend it, uh, recommendations before we cut it to break and do our spoilers. So, Trevor, do you recommend? Yeah, okay. I do. I figured so. Tristan, do you recommend? Absolutely. Um, what kind of fruit? A kumquat. A, a what? <laughs> a kumquat. Okay, okay. Okay. It um, looks like a tiny orange, but you eat the peel of it. Okay. Cool. <laughs> well, fruit fact of the day. Fruit fact of the day. New Brought segment. to us by Tristan. You're welcome. Um, I think... I mean, I kind, 
I kind of recommend it, but I do think a lot of people are going to find this pretty stupid. Stupid? Yeah. Like, I just see my dad watching this and being like... Mm. So, like, that's what I mean. Like, there are movies I recommend for everyone. Yeah. So, like... So, who do you recommend this for? I, I think... I don't know. <laughs> that's it's It's hard to say. Like, if you're just, like, more of an action kind of person... This is not your kind of movie at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to be okay with musicals because this is, like I said, 70, yeah. 70% music. So if that's going to make you dislike it, then it's not. Like, that's why I can't recommend it for everyone because I know that there are people that just can't stand music's, like music in their movies mm-hmm. of, like, people singing what's ha- like what they're yeah. doing. Yeah. Um, and I was that way for a long time. It wasn't until I watched, I think singing in the rain that I started watching musicals. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to do that because I took a, a film class and, in, in high school and they made us watch it. And I was like, wait a second, this isn't bad. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think for most people, I think you would, you would get a lot out of it. Um, there are some really good, um, themes of, uh, working class Americans and how mm-hmm. uh, hard it is. Uh, and I think this is a good time for that to yeah. show. Now, the only thing that makes me upset about that is because it is made by a millionaire and made by millionaires. So people that don't really, really understand what it's like to. Who? I mean, all these actors, I'm sure, are millionaires. All the producers are millionaires. Lynn Manuel, as far as I know, when he wrote this, he wrote it like based off the stories of like when his parents and grandparents came to America. Gotcha. And this was his, so before this made it big, he was like nobody. Yeah. I, I wasn't necessarily saying the person that wrote it, mm-hmm. just like, you're, so, oh, you're saying the people that are in it might yeah. not be able to necessarily relate. Yes. Because gotcha. when I was watching it, I definitely thought like, this is really showing like the importance of the working class mm-hmm. and how like they're underappreciated. And it's very hard. Uh, not just like this, of course, shows immigrants and immigrants having yeah. to work for their livelihood, but like that's any working class American. And this kind of shows that. how to like do that, the work, be a working class American, and also do what you want to do. How yeah. do you balance those two things? Yeah, uh, and there's some more stuff I want to get into later on about that. Um, but and there are also some stuff that made me feel gross about them kind of oh. talking about it. Okay. Um, Interesting. I don't know. And like most of it's because this is wrote like it's a movie. And so when a movie preaches you stuff about the working class, I'm always like, mm. same thing about the Bo Burnham thing. Like, sure. Yeah. And maybe that's why, because I just got <laughs> done watching Bo Burnham's inside. Yeah. And I know a lot of people that are listening probably loved that, but I didn't because it was, it felt, yeah, you can read my letterbox review if you want. <laughs> um, but nonetheless, yeah, I still think it's a good recommend for most people. That was a very long recommend. Yes, that's it was. Okay. Yeah. I think I just forgot to say some stuff in general thoughts and it kind of yeah, popped up. That's there. all right. Um, so we're going to go ahead and cut it to a break and then we're going to do spoilers. So if you have watched the movie, we are going to get into the actual plot and everything here in just a moment. All right. And we are B A C K. We're B A C K. Dang it. <laughs> I tried to think of something that he couldn't yell back, but I couldn't think of anything. Well, it's too late now. Yep. Uh, so we are back uh, after that short little break, and we're going to be going into spoilers. So um, we can go ahead and kick it off with our spoilers. I definitely had something I wanted to say right off the top. Mm-hmm. That have to do with a working class American and how you yeah. felt gross. I mean, I guess we can get I'm into curious that. to know what you meant. Yeah, I want to know. Um, 
sometimes I feel a little gross when people talk down to working class people and say that they should have pride in the work that they do. Hmm. I, I just, you should, I'm not saying that that's wrong, but I think that's a way of being like, this is your situation and you need to do your best job. Like, so like we can live a good, like us as the rich people can have good stuff. Yeah. And it's like, that felt kind of, I don't know. That just felt very off. I know. Trying to think of when that happened. Well, um, uh, the main grandma, um, I can't think. She's not the abuela. abuela. Yeah, I think she says it. Claudia, uh, Claudia, a bit Claudia with her like yes. stitching. That felt a little bit better because it was like, um, like it was a way of like punching up, be like we're still great, even yeah. though like we're we have skill and we have like we're good at stuff even though you're like this is all you're letting us do basically mm-hmm. um but it was more like the restaurant i think when the dad said something about like you should have pride in whatever oh, you're doing oh yeah and when he's trying when he's trying to get her to go go back to school or something she's like the deadline's passed he's like well we're still we could we can still work this out kind of thing yeah I remember, yeah, the conversation she says some he says something like that and like not saying that that's a bad thing um that's just kind of what it makes me think mm-hmm. that way it's like rich people just telling us to work hard and and have pride in our in our work um another thing i was uh i mean was that the only thing that we we talked about with that that i said i was going to say was just that part of it no i think there was something else i that was just the thing i was curious to know what which part you were talking about when you brought that up mm. before the break yeah, but I I do think this is a good movie that shows the working class um in general. It's just that one line felt weird. Mm-hmm. Um I guess the one theme that I thought that like I was really happy that they had and they just completely switched it at the very end was watching this movie I was very much like it it very much pulls or talks about or has this theme of you wanting to be home. Mm-hmm. Like you have uh, a place that you grew up and you made relationships and you felt at peace and at home with when you grew up. Mm-hmm. And then you want to go back there because that's what feels like home. And it, for the first two hours, like that, it did that. Like it made you think like everyone wanted to be home and like this felt like a, the like the place that was meant for them. And I like that because I feel that a lot. And mm-hmm. I think other people feel that too. Like everyone feels, as far as I like what I can tell, people always have a longing to go and stay where they grew up because that there's a level of peace there. Yeah. And they feel at home where they grew up. But then at the last minute they just oh, he stayed in New York and he loves it now. Yeah, but I think that journey was justified. I'm not <clears throat> well, yes and no. I mean it was definitely a very quick you're he's staying. Mm-hmm. And oh wait, no, he wasn't in Puerto Rico, not Puerto Rico, the Dominican Republic this yeah. whole time. He was actually in his New York shop, which I love that that the switch. Yeah, well, I mean, I loved his little shop and that he made that home. Yeah, but when like you made this big theme of like um, two out of well, um, the cousin wanted to stay in New York because that felt like his home and he loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, our main character. Um, Usnavi. Usnavi, yeah. yeah. Um, 
he wanted to go back to the Dominican Republic because that's what he felt like was home to him, even mm. though he'd lived here and he's almost 30. Yeah. Um, the girl that went to Stanford, mm-hmm. she wanted to stay where her home was. In New York. Yeah. The yeah. only one that I felt like, and so did uh, his, her, her boyfriend. Her boyfriend wanted, Benny. Yeah, Benny. wanted to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, he had like he liked working his job and like he obviously wasn't willing to move to Stanford. Yeah. In the Broadway show, he is. Oh, there's a line in the in the second to last tune where he's he it says he says I'll try to make my way out to California. So, and, but I don't think that's, that's at the very end. Though. He says that he'll visit or something. Yeah. yeah, but that's at the very end, right? Yeah, it is. but all throughout the movie, he's like, I'm here. Yeah, I think his I think his story is more just like he wants to be where Vanessa Nina Nina where Nina is his girlfriend Nina yeah well then Benny. why didn't he go to Stanford in the first place well he broke up with her as she went to Stanford that's another thing where it's and I don't mean to be that guy but oh. I I didn't like that because the songs that are being sung don't reflect a breakup they reflect a childhood friendship. Of like, hey, remember when we used to do all this stuff? And I'd go and like, I'd go run to your dad's, your uh, yeah. taxi dispatch and I'd hide. And like, you let me in. It was such a good time. But this started off with like, well, you broke up with me and like, now I'm back. And I was like, that's weird. I don't. And it be, so, but and they didn't change anything in the songs to reflect that, I thought. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, But just, I felt like there was a big theme of wanting to be where you feel like your home is. Yeah. Um. Which movie, I don't think a lot of movies have done. And mm-hmm. I kind of liked it. That, like, you want to go to where you, like, grew up. Yeah. And, like, because most movies do what this ended up doing at the end, which was, like, you make your own home. Yeah. And, like, that's what it ended up being. And I kind of liked that it was doing something a little bit different. And, like, maybe you do move on and you go do something else. But, like, you always have a longing and a yearning to go back to your home place. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll never want to, like, I'll never not want to go back to Kansas City. Yeah. Like, even though I've wanted to move out of Kansas City my whole life, <laughs> and I like, I, yeah, but I will yeah. always want to go back. I will always want to live there because I want to have the, the Chiefs and the Royals and the barbecue yeah. and uh, restaurants that I grew up <laughs> going to. And, right. of course, there's always family and stuff too, but yeah. like, of course, <laughs> felt, felt safe. Yeah, that's like maybe the seventh or eighth thing. So, right. <laughs> None of them listen. So, it doesn't matter if I talk bad to them. So, I, I think so another thing and I didn't I told myself I wasn't going to do this and I think I I keep going back to it. We find out in the show very early on I actually like at the intermission at the blackout sequence. Yeah. We find out that that Claudia won the lottery and the majority of the second half is where is this money going to go to? We- but that's not in the movie at all. Oh, okay. I was about to say and- but so I think what what helps Usnavi to make the decision in the show um is Claudia's gone, people need help here, and I can help them here, and also like this this is my home, and he kind of has that realization uh but because the money was not a big thing or any kind of part because he doesn't find out until the end that he has it um it kind of just feels very shoehorned at the end that he makes those kind of decisions yeah. of like, I can stay here and stuff. Um, the money is how he helps uh, Vanessa get her oh. apartment. Yeah. And, uh, and in the movie, yes, he helps Sonny get the, uh, with the illegal immigration stuff. He doesn't even, he doesn't help uh, 
the girl with the apartment. Yeah, he does. Vanessa, he he yeah. finds her. He finds her, but not with the money. He's no, saying. not with the money. No, yeah. but he, he he goes to talk to her boss yes. to get her to sign off. Yes, but you said like with the with the money. Yes. He, so there's a lot. The money's a big driving factor in the show, and in this one, it's just it's just nothing. And so a right lot of at the end to right. just help him with citizenship. Right. Yeah. Um. And so I think there's just a lot of there's a lot of things that I, I that's one thing that I'm very and I'm trying very hard not to compare these two. Um, but that's one thing that I keep thinking is like in the show, why did they take that? Why did they remove this? And maybe they didn't want to project the image of like, Oh, if you just win the lottery, all your problems will be solved kind of thing. Cause that is kind of what happens in the show a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but they even have this huge musical number about, we're all so excited because somebody could win. And what could you do with that money? Yeah. And then the kids are like, who won? No one knows. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was then why ob- did you make a song about it? I Maybe. thought <laughs> I thought it was pretty obvious that somebody was going to find the ticket. Yeah. Um, now, I assumed it was going to be our main character because, like, that makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. But, like, it could have been, like, somebody random. Right. I actually thought when he, like, dumped out the trash. He, he found- was going to see the ticket. Yeah. But yeah. instead he found the home. The rental, uh, the agreement. rental, yeah, yeah, uh, application, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I have something else about the realism that I did want to talk about, yeah, but definitely. I want to give Tristan a little time to talk because she hasn't said anything. <laughs> Do you have? Not really. Oh, okay. You're just gonna kind of say stuff with us. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um. Well, when it comes to the realism, my biggest one right off the bat was when is this supposed to be set? Because it never tells us. I don't. Th- at least I don't think. No, I think it's supposed to be like early 2000s. Okay. Because maybe that's... Keep going, sorry. Maybe that's the... But this definitely doesn't look like early 2000s. Um, This looks like 2018, 2019. I mean, everyone has smartphones. um, Everyone dresses. In the Heights was made it to Broadway in 2008. And I believe that it's supposed to be set, at least for the Broadway show... It's supposed to be set con- contemporarily, so 2008. And maybe they updated it yeah. for now. This looks like 2020. Yeah. But it doesn't feel like 20. Not meaning the pandemic, aside from that. <laughs> but everything <laughs> everything I hear about New York uh-huh. is that it is a shitty place to live. That mm. everything is grum. Everything is gross. There is dirt. That everyone, everyone that lives there are nasty, mean, awful people. Like, to all these strangers. Yeah. And everyone just wants to try to one-up each other. Like, yeah. Everyone's just used to network to someone else. And this is not that at all. Now, right. like if this was like 1990s New York, where like it was a lively, like up and coming, maybe not up and coming at that point, but like there are a lot of people that were going to New York to chase their dreams, kind of like LA, but, um, and it was a much livelier place, but everything I hear about New York is that it's not a fun place. Now there's obviously like good stuff to do, good places to eat and stuff like that, but not that really took me out of it because I'm yeah. like, this is not New York. Yeah, you're 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 putting um, a fun, lively community in the most unfun, lively place in the United States of America, and you're trying to make us believe. Like, completely took me out of it. Well, I think when you when we're talking about this, it makes me think of that picture at Harlem um, with all the jazz musicians, uh, which I'm sure you guys have seen if I showed it to you. I'm trying yeah. to think of what it's called, but. Like I think it's like the, he's putting a traditional spin on a contemporary setting. 
because there's a lot of musicals that that take place. Um, I say a lot. The only one I'm thinking of right now is Rent, but there's there's musicals that take place in in New York as a setting that have this idea of community and have this idea of like we're all in this together kind of thing. This is our block. Nope. Well, stop that. Well, <laughs> I, think like that's, that. <laughs> I think that's dumb. I think that's a stupid thing to do as a director because you're putting a false light on what New York is. Yeah. If you want to, I'm sorry, but that com- it completely takes me out of it. And I know that you're New York people as Broadway people, but you need to stop creating a falsehood of what your city is and either go and direct something somewhere. Like you don't have to direct it somewhere else, but go find a city that is that mm-hmm. and create that. Or show what your city is. Stop lying to everyone outside of your city. Now, I guess I haven't been there, so I can't say how true this is. But everything that I've heard from real people say that this, like, this is not a single bit of what I've heard about New York. And it, like I said, it just really took me out of it. And it, as a Broadway show, that I guess it makes sense that it's based in New York, but yeah. just doesn't feel now. Like I said, if this was based in the '90s or whatever or '80s, it may make a little bit more sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but in 2020, it it does. I don't think it does. And it, like, I don't know. That was one of the realism things that really took me out of it. Um, we yeah. also, uh, I don't, I don't know this for sure either. Yeah. But I know that um, migrant communities are much more uh, friendly than like normal communities. Uh, American communities. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Because they all are migrating to one spot. They all have a lot in common. Things well, like that. And so, the, I don't know. It it just... When I was watching it, I didn't really think of it as just like a block or a street. It, it was almost like its own like magical place or something. Sure. I... And... When I went to New York, I was just in the Times Square area yeah. and in Central Park and st- like near Central Park and stuff like that. So I don't know if I can speak to all the community talk, but and I don't remember people being rude. You just didn't talk to anybody. Like people are, it's someone, everyone's always going somewhere all the time and you just uh-huh. don't stop to talk. And it's like, if you, I mean, if you're like at a line at like a, at a cart or something and you cut line accidentally, like then they'll be like, hey, get to the back of the line, stuff like that. But I don't know about, rudeness but but i was only there for like a week (laughs) um but with what tristan said america i'm gonna go on a soapbox sorry america really seems to have this fascination with like you have to leave your family and you have to leave where you grow up and you have to move out to either los angeles or new york and that's it and you have to go try to make it big by yourself sorry can't take your forget there's no family but everywhere else mexico spain italy any like all these other especially kind of latino kind of places from what i understand from talking to people um there's a very strong sense of community i we used to rent from a a latino family and i hope i'm saying that right (laughs) uh who lived next door to us and their whole family lived in this one house like families and that's something that i think america we just project that we project Forget your family. You got to go try and make it on your own where other countries embrace it a little bit more. I have a funny story to tell. I think it's. You can go. Okay. I think <laughs> it's more of Americans feel more independent and uh, some of these other countries feel more connected. Like okay. when an adult turns eight, 
when we turn 18, yeah, we want to go do our dreams, go do our thing. But mm-hmm. our parents have their own thing, something that they want to do. Whereas in some of these other communities, maybe they're like, okay, well, we need to stick together. So if we're going to do something, we need to all go do it together. I don't know if I agree with that. I think it's more along the lines of like what they show in the movie with Nina and her dad. Her dad is saying, I work so hard because you are my family and I want you to have a better life than I did. Let me do this because I want you oh. to go go be better than what I am. Oh. I, don't, I guess I don't just see that in migrant communities, but I gotcha. I see a lot of parents that have that outlook on their mm-hmm. kids. I think that's a common outlook to have on, on your kids. Sure. Is that like, I'm working hard so that my kid can have a better life than I did. Yeah. And I guess what I'm saying uh, is I feel like it's more that that sense is stronger yeah. in other countries and not so strong in America. Gotcha. Can I tell my story now? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So one time, um, so my best friend is Hispanic and she, um, she grew up with white parents and she married a Hispanic man and he's from Mexico and in Mexico it's very like when you're outside, like do like doing the lawn or whatever. People are walking, whatever. Everybody waves to everybody, even if you don't really like know them. Like if they're in your area or your community, you always like wave and say hi. Sure. So, which is like not America at all. It's more like don't talk to me and get off my lawn type of stuff. And so, anyway, I was at a house. I was actually visiting Easton, um, who lived like across the street. Um, from her and her husband's house and her husband who I'd only met like a handful of times um, before this was mowing the lawn and I was standing in the street and I look over and I saw him and like I said I like didn't I didn't really know him that well and he looked over and he saw me and he waved really big and then I was excited because he waved and like I didn't know if he would <laughs> say anything to me and so I waved really big back and I was like hi and then um, the next time I saw my best friend, she said, Hey, my husband told me he saw you outside at Easton's house. And I was like, yeah. And like we waved and she's like, yeah, he was afraid that you weren't going to wave and he was going to be really mad because that's like rude in Mexico. If you don't wave back at the person <laughs> like, well, dodged a bullet there. <laughs> right. Like, that's cool. I, and I think, I think here in the Midwest, I think we have a little bit more of that maybe, especially in like some of the smaller communities that we visit fairly often, driving down the dirt road to get to our grandparents' house or something. If everybody you, nods. At everyone nods. Yeah. If you're yeah. driving down, because it's, it's a dirt road and you, if you have a bigger vehicle, typically you get out of the way and let mm-hmm. the other person go. And then you, you got your hand on the steering wheel and you raise your yep. fingers or you, you nod to the next person or you give a little wave. And yep. yeah, I, that's, yeah, that's cool. Thank you for sharing that. That was really neat, actually. Uh, you're welcome. I'm well cultured. <laughs> Just kidding, actually. I wish I was. Uh, kind of getting back to the movie a little bit. One of the things that I... A couple of the things that I think play to the detriment with the songs. This whole thing, the blackout and all of these songs are supposed to take place within a three-day time. And by the time that the, that the show ends, the blackout is still a blackout. Power hasn't come back. And so that this took place over the course of like 35 days or something like that. Wait, what? So in the show, the blackout happens halfway through at intermission. Mm-hmm. And then it's the it stays blacked out for the rest of the time. Gotcha. And then, uh, so a lot of the songs, like when the hydrants 
break open at the end and there's the, the hydrants are open, that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Cool breezes flow because we're still in a blackout and it's still super hot. And it's supposed to be, it's, there's stuff in there that's alluding to like the blackout is still happening and it's hot, but like, I love this kind of thing. And then, so that's the first thing is that I didn't like that it was the course of a month or mm. something like that. And maybe that's a little more realistic in terms of like, because like Vanessa hasn't left by the time the show ends, but she's already moved when uh, in the movie. Mm-hmm. And, and that stuff's not bad, but like I said, it's just the lyrical things that they didn't change in the songs to reflect that. Yeah. That's what is kind of, that's the disjunct I have with it. Um, the other thing is, Claudia says, uh, during Blackout, she says the stars are out tonight. And that line doesn't really mean anything. But that's because her song, Pacencia y Fe, is supposed to be before that, where she talks about seeing all these stars in Cuba mm. and how there's no stars in New York. You know what? Now that you say that, so I saw this twice in theaters. Mm-hmm. And the first time, I noticed she said the stars are out tonight. And I was like, okay. And then I noticed in the song, like, she said it in the song, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. But then I didn't, like, the second time, I knew why she said it before, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, yeah, she mentions that later. And I yeah. was like, that's kind of weird. So, like, that that stuff where they didn't totally take the care to, like, change that up. Yeah. that And, and maybe they just thought, these songs are good, and people are going to have fun with them, so we're just going to put them where we think they go best. But then you get hyper freaks like me who's saying this word for word when you watched it. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, that's different. And so I think changing a couple of the lines, I don't think that her song should have been where it was at. Um, I think that that could have helped. Well, hot take, I didn't even like her song. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it, it was a little confusing for me. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it was, I, I would have liked it better if it wasn't like a, I'm about to die it song. Was so, it happened in her head. It was so blatantly yeah. obvious that she was singing because she was dying. Yeah. Yeah. I actually didn't realize that. Like when she was, the first time I saw it, when she was singing, I was like, oh, it, like she's thinking about going to the Dominican Republic with. With Usnavi. Usnavi. Yeah. yeah. But then she dies, and I'm like, "Oh, I guess th- okay. I guess that makes sense." Yeah. I had a hunch that somebody was going to die, and yeah. my guess was either her, which would have made more sense, or the cousin. Mm-hmm. And I that thought would th- be so sad. I thought the cousin was going to die because he talked about like political like activism a lot. Yeah. And so I thought he was going to be a part of some political activism thing, and then get like Ooh. shot or and something. Get got yeah. Yeah. And I was like, "That's not what." is good would be good right now so yeah and speaking of feel-good endings i was a little upset i'm not upset but i felt like i didn't get any closure because they have this whole moment where he goes to the lawyer and the lawyer's like this is gonna be a long and hard fight and you might not like the outcome which is real like that's Mm -hmm. a real thing yeah however when we get to the end of the movie it's usnavi and vanessa and their kid where is sunny and I was kind of like, I don't, that doesn't sit well with me. Like I wanted, cause that makes it seem like the worst of the two happened. I didn't even think about that. And I was kind of looking for him when it happened because mm. the finale of a show is supposed to be everybody. We're all supposed to be there. That's fair. I well, just wasn't thinking of it like that. I was just thinking him and his wife. Right. Okay. And daughter. Um, I mean, 
I want to. I don't know how much time technically we have now. So I do want to talk about um, one of my favorite things, and then we'll go to my some of the, like one of my least favorite scenes sure. that really got me out of it. Um, the main, the biggest one was um, the daughter, the Nina. Her, Nina, yeah, was Nina. I thought she was extremely well done. Mm-hmm. Her, um, just the, her character set up and her going to Stanford and this whole community thinking mm-hmm. like putting their burden, their like hope mm-hmm. in her yeah. and her feeling like she's not like not feeling will feel like she is. And like, she can have that, but then having like the struggles in college um, first, I mean, really not even because of her academics, but just because of other circumstances yeah. And how she doesn't feel proud for from her heritage and how that makes her feel bad and she just wants to be home. Where she well, I think she proud. feels proud for her heritage and that's, that's what, what I'm that's saying. what's upsetting her. That's okay, what I'm okay. saying is because she feels proud for yeah. who she is but she can't stand up to that when she's in Stanford because she feels alone. And when she yeah, she feels powerless. Yeah, because she's she's she doesn't have her 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 community. Yeah. Yeah. Her neighborhood. I thought that her saying, let me listen to my neighborhood 25 times got a little annoying. Yeah. But I, I didn't totally care for her. I did uh, like it initially, though. Like, yeah. I've I've been away. Like, this is home to me. Yeah. And, like, I want to just be in the moment with what feels peaceful to me. Yeah. So, I like that, but it kind of did it. I think it did three times. And by the third time, I was mm-hmm. like, okay, like, we've already. I think it might have only yeah. been twice. Oh, even. really? And the second time, I was like, that's not. Uh, yeah. So. We get it. So maybe one was enough. And maybe the reason I didn't care for it so much was because she would like say it to shut Benny up. <laughs> yeah. And I was of. like, that's kind of rude. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's true. So um, that was, that was the thing you, you I, didn't like. Or... No, no, I, I loved. Oh, you liked her character. Yes, very okay, much. Yes, I, yeah. um, I thought the whole fight between uh, her, her and her dad. father uh, There's also was really I good. That I keep doing this, but one, one more time. Then I'm going to stop. There's a uh, Trevor. I'm not going to talk about the play. At all. I know, but okay, but, but the play. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's supposed <laughs> to be fine. some more resentment between them because yeah. Benny's. I ben, think it shows it. It's way worse. Yeah, I know, but like, you, it's a movie. You only got so much time. Like I if, guess if they had an extra 45 minutes, I'm sure they could have put a little bit more in there. They should have. That's what. But, that's really what. I, all this is stemming from. I wanted more. That's what this is all saying. Okay, that's the last thing. I promise, I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> okay. Um. But I think I liked her the most yep. and um, her just, I thought the actress did a really good job of internalizing the like anxiety of having to let that out and like the pain of letting down a whole entire community, even though she's not, that's what she feels mm-hmm. because everyone's telling her that like she can, she is going to go You're and do best. all these great You're things. You're the only one that could. Yeah. You're the best and of I us. Think, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's extremely related not to me personally because i didn't have that growing up but like it's relatable to a lot of people that people put this pressure uh, yeah pressure and this these goals expectations yeah Yeah. on top of you and those are heavy goals a lot of the time and you're not going to hit them and you feel like not only am i not doing what i wanted to do i'm also disappointing the people that thought i could go and do this thing and now i didn't and however big or small that goal is Hers is graduating Stanford and being the biggest person in all of uh, uh, Washington Heights. Mm-hmm. But even if it is just graduating uh, community college or 
getting a promotion or yeah. getting being a varsity athlete, whatever that goal is. Right. Um, not hitting it when everyone expected you to is is hard, and I think everyone can relate to that on some level. Right. Um, and I I don't know. Every time she was on and that struggle was going on, I thought it was really well done. Yeah. Um, my I liked least, her a lot too. Yeah. My least favorite part was the club scene. I was <laughs> ex- I thought that was so stupid. Um, I understand that our main character is supposed to be a little shy. But I thought it was just bad. Just the whole thing? Yeah. Him, okay. just him, like, I understand, like, the nervousness of him, like, talking a lot was like, oh, okay, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then when the guy went up to the bar and asked to dance with her, mm-hmm. and he, like, insisted yeah. that he does it, mm-hmm. like, I just felt like that felt a little too much Yeah, for him to do. And then for him to have the courage to talk to another girl and get him to dance him to dance with her so like some character inconsistencies i thought it was pretty obvious he was like drinking to get to that point though mm-hmm. yeah but why wouldn't you just go dance with the girl that you were with then because you're jealous i guess i, I don't guess. know <laughs> um there was definitely some i need a drink to get some courage i get, yeah but <laughs> yeah i don't know i was just very upset that whole scene and like maybe it is on brand for the characters and like we well, just didn't get to know them well enough by that yeah. point, but I think that scene <sighs> dang it, Trevor. It's supposed to be the big dance number. But since this is a movie, there's not really cuz there was way more dialogue in that than there should like added dialogue than there should have been because it's supposed to be a number where the band shines and there's a big chore- it's a big choreographed section. This is the club number. That tune is called the club scene. Yeah, well but but because the transition to the movie, I think, was poor. Yeah, I think they could have had a club scene where they're all just dancing in the middle of the club. Like, why did you have Would to you have... have liked that better, though, oh, yeah. if it was just dancing? I mean, a little dialogue, but the fact that he was, like, just this straight-up beta male... I, I hate to use that term, but, like, that's... They put that persona on him. Like, they purposely made him look like a beta male mm-hmm. um, to, like... I guess transition that scene or whatever. Yeah. But like they made him look weak. Like they purposely did it. Yeah. And I didn't like it, especially as our main character. And like that definitely would not end the way that it did after that scene. Like it, everything that happened after that felt really weird Mm -hmm. after that happened. Yeah. Like, so you're saying this girl goes out on a date with you and then you give her off to another dude. And then there's a blackout and she thinks you abandon her. And then, oh, yeah, she's going to make out with you like 20 minutes later and say that she loves you and she wants to keep you forever. What? I mean, it was like technically like 30 days later, but. That's a big difference. (laughs) 20 minutes later in the movie, though. Yeah. Or maybe it was like 40 minutes or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. It just there wasn't a whole lot that like to go from that much of a low off of apparently not talking that much because he couldn't even muster the words to ask Mm -hmm. her out. So, and then somebody asks you, somebody else has to ask you out for her or for you. Mm -hmm. And then you finally do. And then you're like a bitch and like, give you, give your girl to another dude. And then you try to make her jealous and, and then you abandon her and her eyes. And then I don't know. It just didn't, I know there's supposed to be history there, but it didn't look like it 
there didn't look like there was any history until we got to um the end yeah and then it showed the history before that it just looked like sexual tension because they went to the he went to a store but i i know we're kind of running low on time the Last thing I'll say with it is just I I agree with you. I think the club and number and the blackout I think should have been way more chaotic and way more intense, and yeah. it wasn't. And I think that was just a a play to movie translation that got lost because yeah, it felt fun but, rather than right. Right, because it's needs it's supposed to be tension filled. It's supposed to be we yeah. have no power in the entire block. What do we do? Yeah. But well, yeah, the last thing uh, I'll say before we go to our ratings. Uh, which is one of the more unrealistic things that I was going to say was um, our main character was hardly ever at his shop. And how did he keep that business running? If Disagree. It's closed but that's all the fine. time. <laughs> it felt like he was, it was closed a lot. <laughs> like during the daytime. So I'm just going to shrug at you. <laughs> I disagree, but that's okay. <laughs> if you have a goal to, uh, I don't know. Yeah. I felt weird. I felt like he was gone a lot, but. All right, I guess we can kick it to our ratings. Trevor, what you got? Uh, I have a, this is a four. It's a musical, and the music is incredible, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, mine is a four two. Three and a half. So. Okay. Sweet. Um. Well, next week we've got, um, either, Hitman's wife. Bodyguard. Hitman's wife's bodyguard. Yeah. Um. Or. And probably Luca. Luca. Yeah, it'll probably be Luca because it's a Disney movie. But um, if everyone hates Luca, then maybe we'll <laughs> do the other one. So, um, yeah, we'll go ahead and in today's episode and uh, go ahead and do our plugs. All right. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you guys are listening on Apple Podcast, we would ask that you uh, would rate and review. If you like the podcast, that definitely helps us. Um, get new listeners so when a new movie comes out and they search that movie uh, we'll pop up so uh, if you like the podcast just give us a five-star review and just say what you like about it and we will definitely give you a shout out on the podcast all right get to trevor for the plugs you can find couch critics on facebook at just the couch critics you can find couch critics at twitter and instagram at couch critics pod you can find Easton Moore at those same places, Twitter and Instagram, at Easton Moore IV. You can find me at those same places, at T. Landreth Perk. Tristan Moore does the intro theme song, and Graham on Instagram, at Graham Jarvis, does the artwork for the podcast. Sweet. Uh, so, again, thanks for listening to today's episode. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. So, see you guys next week.